Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Kings Cast with Eric and Ryan. This is your weekly Sacramento Kings podcast for Kings fans by Kings fans. As always, this episode is brought to you by Ziggy's Smoke Shop. You can follow Ziggy's on Instagram or check them out in person with locations in Stockton and Tracy. We are coming off a fun episode 124 season preview part one. Ryan and I came on and talked about the Kings team, players, uh, and just had some fun conversation around some questions we put out there. You can check that episode or any of our ep- other episodes streaming on the Believe Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Bringing in my co-host today, as always, Ryan. What's good? What is going on? That part one was good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the part two. Uh, part two, you know, we dive deep into the actual NBA. It's going to be a good time. We are recording tonight. It is Monday night. Chargers Broncos are on as we speak. Got that game right here on the phone. Uh, really excited, dude. You know, we, me and you were just talking about a little bit. Uh, Wednesday season opener. We'll fucking be there. Section 125, row V seats five and six. I will be drunk. Come over, say hi, uh, chat a little basketball. Let us know what you guys think about the podcast. And, uh, you know, we really look forward to that. We've met, we've met a few people. Uh, last year going to the games and stuff we went and you know shout out our boy Lacco you know we ain't heard from Lacco in a while but shout out shout out Lacco he came and met with us have a few beers and stuff so um, I'm, I'm really excited for Wednesday man I actually took Thursday morning off of work I'm going in around lunchtime you know just because I want to enjoy a few beverages man I'm gonna have a good freaking time and and watch the Kings hopefully get this W against Portland yeah I'm looking forward to going it's gonna be fun um, didn't go to Fan Fest. Some my, my buddy uh, Jason texted me today. He goes, uh, "Hey, did you go to Fan Fest?" I'm like, "Nah, bro, I ain't a Fan Fest type of guy." Like, uh, I was watching football. I was at home. I was betting. I was chilling. I was pissed off watching my team fucking lose. Um, never been to Fan Fest. I never had an interest in Fan Fest. It's a lot of like, it's good for like kids and shit. If you ha- if you're into that, or if you're just kind of into the players, like, I don't get. You know, Ryan, how many games do we go to every year? I, I don't get all like worked up and starstruck on seeing anybody anymore, um, being close to anybody anymore. You know, when you're when you're younger, that's like that's that's really cool. And like being like even like a junior high, I remember going to games and we'd get there like two hours early and go down to the court and you know we'd watch the players warm up and stuff. And I just don't really like do that as much anymore. So fan fest, I, I saw like the itinerary got contacted about it and all that, right? And it was a lot of like. It's a lot of just like everyone's so excited. They want to take a picture. You know, I don't know. Were you interested in going to that? And I know you got the email. Yeah, I'm not a fan fest kind of guy, man. I'll be honest with you. Um, that stuff just doesn't really intrigue me. Uh, like you said, you know, we're not, I'm older than a lot of these guys anyway. So, you know, I have a hard time really getting soup. Like, I, you know, it'd be cool to meet Deer and Fox, right? Like, I'd be, that'd be pumped about that. Like, that'd be a cool, cool thing. But, uh, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm not going to go out of my way, right? Like, like you said, I think FanFest is more for the kids. Um, I will tell you what, though, there are outliers. Seeing LeBron James live last year, sitting that close, what were we, six or seven rows up behind the Lakers bench last year? That was pretty cool. That was one of the, the things I was like, man, that was, you know, I've been watching LeBron James since I was in fourth grade, right? Like, that was, that was really cool. Um, seeing Bill Russell few years back, Eric, that was one of the highlights of, you know, one of the coolest things that I've seen being literally arm's length away from Bill Russell was really cool. So there are outliers, but uh, the current state of the Kings roster, it's not really fan fest friendly for, uh, for me, you know, so. They like say, especially when you do go to get too much games, not, not to hate on it, but kind of hate on it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing, that was the only thing that that's really come up and, uh, you know, good, good for everybody who who went to that. Um, 
All right, Ryan, I got a player for you, and I got a, I and I got to hit the believe ad. Uh, believe coming through, like I mentioned last episode. Saw I've been seeing fucking uh, bet online, um, freaking everywhere. I've been seeing a lot of ads like on big time stuff. So kind of feels cool to be you know on the ground floor reading the ads for the bet online. The like I'm floor, you know, Jesus. letting people know out there oh. where they can get their betting needs, where they can get their promo code. Oh, ground you know, zero, huh? Yeah, ground zero on the betting floor. But uh, if you want to bet. Here it is. Okay, football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, the matchup info, players' news, and game trends as you can as your continued source for all sports wagering info. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest, easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. And the NBA. Uh, head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Believe B L E A V to receive those rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Ryan, player. Before we get into part two of the season preview, this player, he's uh, from our childhood. All right, he is from Temple, drafted in 1994, 17th overall. He was a guard. You'll remember as a guard. He says small forward, but I don't remember him as that, and you won't remember as that. I'll throw you off. Uh, okay, he is. Where's the where's the where's the metrics? 6'5", 209 from Temple. Um, he played for the Trailblazers from ninety four to ninety seven. Uh, quick little finish with the the Pistons in ninety seven. You remember most from this team right here, Philadelphia 76ers from ninety seven to two thousand five, and then a two year finish with the Lakers. He was the NBA sixth man of the year, 2001 for the, uh, so it looks like for the 76ers. Do you know who it is? Six, five, six, five, Aaron McKee, Aaron McKee. That's a very good get. I thought I was going to fucking get you right there. I was like, what the fuck am I getting you? Yeah. I was going to say Eric snow, but that's six, five. Cause I, I want to say Eric snow played for the Lakers at the end as well. But, uh, that's six, five. Yeah. And the six man. Yeah. Damn, that was a good one. That's a good get, dude. I'm proud of myself. Hell that yeah. That is a pretty good get. I was trying to get over on you. Let's what his stats. Yeah, let's see what his stats in 2001. How how, how that won you six man of the year. Oh man, that's not good, dude. I'm looking at six man. 11, 11 points per game, three rebounds, three assists. It was like anywhere near it? Pretty close. I mean, 12 points. Yeah. You know, three assists, four mm-hmm. rebounds, like pretty pedestrian. pedestrian. What what year was that? <laughs> That's 01. I mean, dude, well, that's dude. the year they went to the finals. That's why he played hella D. points, though. Yeah, but they went to the finals that year. He played hella defense and played heavy minutes on a finals team. So, well, with that, I mean, Davion Mitchell's winning fucking the six man of the year for 100% then now, huh? Well, if they win 55 games and go to the NBA finals, I don't see why not. <laughs> Is that, all right? You're going to predict that? You, you know, like, okay, Kings, the line. 34 and a half is the number for the uh, that you have to pick over over under there. 34 and a half for the wins. You're taking the over. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm t- I'm, well, we take this thing. Me and Eric, we've said on here before, we take the over every year, regardless of the Kings um, record the year before. Uh, so, of course, yes, I'm going to take the over. Now, do I think they're actually going to hit the over this year? Yes, I do. Um, 34 wins is pretty fucking low for a team that I believe um, has the ability to be a top eight seed in the Western conference. So the Western conference is loaded, right? Um, But I think they have the talent and I think they're capable of getting a top eight seed. Um, Do I think they're going to do it? I don't know. We're going to get into that, but I do think they hit the over 34 wins. Um, I'll be putting my annual $50 on that. And I expect to cash in, um, you know, it's always cool. Like we've hit the over a few times on it. It's always cool, like later on in the season, like end of April. It's like, oh, nice. That was a cool $200 in my pocket. You know, so yeah, taking the over. Okay, I'm going to take the over as well because I believe the over is going to I'm looking at last year. The Kings had a struggling 30 wins last year. Very struggling. I mean, they fired their coach very quickly. They moved their best player into a different position. They had a... They didn't know what the fuck they were doing with their roster last year. And then they kind of salvaged it with the trade, but guys got hurt to even play that many games together second half of the season. So it's not like that was the major 
factor into the reason that they even got to 30. If they can't win, Ryan, five more games than last year, five? Come on, man. Like At some point, it's like something's got to give. Uh, maybe I just will finally quit Kang's cast, quit doing a Kang's part. I'll be broke. It'll fi- I'll finally be broke. I'll finally be broke by these motherfuckers, dude. It's, you know, 30. You can't get to five more wins than last year. Um, well, well, let's. Okay. So we got some haters out there in King's land uh, that might look at that, Eric. And if they go under, they're going to want you to quit the podcast, which I certainly don't want to do. I, I would like to do this for the next 20 years if possible. Um, you know, say Deer and Fox gets hurt and. God forbid, you know, Sabonis gets hurt. Then, yeah, now we're fucking talking. So I just want people to tie you down. There is wiggle room in there in that Eric's quitting and brokenness over there. So I just want to throw them outliers out there so people don't be coming at us if the Kings do a hashtag Kings thing. Well, I'm just sulking, especially because I've been losing all my bets this this year with the NFL. I'm hoping that the NBA season is a lot better. Uh, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, like, uh, I think people would have quit being a Kings fan by now. I mean, for some reason, we're just stuck in it. I it probably proximity, if anything, <laughs> you know, and the fact that we've done this podcast for so long. But I'll tell you what, though, Ryan, the way that I see this season going, I'm, I'm not getting too up about like, okay, I'm not sitting here being like they're going to be a 50 win team or even a high 40 win team. But like, there's a bit of expectation I do have. And a lot of that comes because the last couple of years, uh, we have been the crowd that we wanted the Kings to be aggressive um, with their assets. They want to be aggressive with the roster, you know, go kind of go in the winning direction versus the losing direction. And now it's about that time where you want to see a bit of that come to fruition. And so I kind of have to be the one to, I don't know, be about that at this point. I can't, I can't be just like, well, 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 like at some point, like the Kings are, and De'Aaron Fox in particular, they're going to have to, they're going to have to compete with some of these teams that have been in their tier. If you look at where the Kings, like three years ago, there were a lot of teams in, in, the, in the bottom tier, like the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, um, and really the Suns, which the Suns kind of had this meteoric uh, outlier situation. But that was kind of where, that was the conversation. Honestly, honestly, Ryan, even the Mavericks a couple of years ago was kind of in that realm of discussion too. So that's how several teams, and if you look at all the teams I've named, everybody besides the, the Blazers really, or have ascended into uh, the play-in level or even the playoff, play standard playoff level. And at some point, it, the Kings need to do that too. If, if you're going to be aggressive with your assets, if you're going to do that, at some point, you need to do that too. And so this is where I'm hoping that that happens this season. Uh, I think for me, my expectations, like they have to, they have to be a, a top 10 team. They have to be a play-in level team. But I really think that they have the ability to, uh, to get into that that top eight level, possibly. Do you see that even remotely, Ryan, happening? Like the Kings could get ultra aggressive with with future assets and trade for a more veteran player and and be more buyers to do that. Like there's a lot of factors that can get there. You have to consider. Do you think that could happen? Are you going to predict that's going to happen? Where do you think they're going to fall? Like money on the table right now. Money on the table. I'm taking the ninth seed, and I'll tell you why. I I think I. You know, I, I I think New Orleans and LA are the key teams, right? When you look at when you look at Sacramento and and them becoming the top eight seed, I think New Orleans and LA Lakers are those two teams. Okay, let, let's put locks ahead of them, barring injury, right? All things being the same in the NBA, nobody gets nobody gets hurt in the Western Conference, right? We got Dallas, Denver, Golden State, the Clippers, Minnesota, Phoenix, uh, Utah are all teams that I think are for sure if nobody gets hurt. And then, you know, Lakers and New Orleans. So um, it's hard, man. I The Lakers, I, it's hard for me to bet against LeBron James, right? With LeBron James is healthy and Anthony Davis is healthy, I think those two can can go for a run. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I think I just realized I said Utah. I think I'm at Memphis. I was reading it. Anyways, um, you know, I, I think – I, I think if the Lakers are healthy, they're a team. It's hard for me to bet against LeBron James. Like he, the guy still, you know, if he doesn't sit out those games at the end of the year or play limited minutes, whatever the hell will happen at the end of the year, he leads the NBA in scoring, right? Like if Anthony Davis is healthy, that team's going to be good. It's New Orleans, dude. You know, you look at the New Orleans roster, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valanciunas. 
that top four is as good as as anybody, I believe, dude. I really believe that 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 top four of guys can compete with anybody in the NBA. Um, so it's hard. I think Sacramento has the ability. You know, if they stay healthy and everything goes right, then yes, Sacramento could be a top eight seed. But um, knowing how the NBA is and stuff, I think Sacramento is the nine seed. They make the play in, and if they do get there, I think they could possibly win the games. To, to get in the actual playoffs. So, but uh, record-wise, by the end of the season, no, I'm going 9C, dude. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I've been saying that for a long time, and uh, I'm not going to waver on that. Hope I'm wrong. I really no, do. It's a, honestly, that's that. if you put that there, people will call you reasonable. If you go any higher, people will, are going to you know hold you to that and think you over overdid it. And if you go any lower, it's going to be you're, you're just a negative Nancy, you know, which is a lot of people are out there, pessimistic types. And so that's kind of the spot where I think that they probably should be based on the win total. Vegas, here's the worries. Here's what always worries me, Ryan, is as much as we sit here and watch games, every Kings game, overanalyze it. Fucking Vegas always knows, dude. And it just, it, it is kind of, it is making me a little bit uh, uncomfortable that the number is set at 34 wins. and a half, dude. Like, really, if I, if the, if the, if Vegas had gone out there with a nice 36 and a half, I know it's not a lot, but think like just bear with me on, on the tightness of the number. Yeah. 36 and a half or even a 37 and a half type. Um, I think a lot of 36 and a half would be one of those where it, what that would signal is that a lot of people would bet the, I guess a lot of people probably bet the under on that, like nationally. Right. And then they would surprise and hit the, th- and then, oh, okay. Vegas is kind of favoring them above that. It's, it, that's to bait the consensus there. 34 and a half. I mean, enough people i don't know man maybe 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 the kings have such a shitty reputation that vegas knows that that they're i don't know i'm trying to read into the the betting number because vegas always does know i'm trying to read into that you know what i mean we're the we're the kings for a reason man cast for a reason but something has to give right there has to be a year where every you know things turn around okay there has to be vegas is wrong eventually right 20 years well, they've hit different, you know, whatever. But the bets, I'd have to go back and look. But, you know, for 20 years, they've sucked. Eventually, the tide's got to turn betting-wise, right? Like, that's just the way it is. Eventually, Vegas is going to get got, right? Like you always say, damn, they got got. Eventually, Vegas got to get got. 34 and a half, I think, is... I, I, I think it's... I think Vegas wants everybody to take the over. You know, I know I, that's I just, what I'm saying. That's what worries me, Ryan, is that people they gotta get, they're going to get I, God, dude. That's what that's what worries me is that when you set the number at 34 and a half, and this is maybe where my pers- perspective is skewed and it, it possibly could be so be so in that I see the Kings this season, the roster in a little bit more of a favorable light just because I'm a fan first and just because I'm just so hopeful first um, and that anytime you do look at like, look at let's let's look at the national media. Anytime we talk about the top 100 list, Kings are kind of pushed down on that. Any time we talk about anything, the Kings are always pushed down. When they talk about young, talented teams, which a lot of teams get thrown out there. You know, I'm not saying the Kings are is need to be over high, but sometimes it's like when when they throw out top five this, top five young talent, blah, 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 that, you look at it and you're like, you know, like the Pistons and you know, some of these like uh, the Kings are probably more talented than those teams. Like, why are the you know? So sometimes I think that there is that the, the Kings have been the Kings for so long that a lot of people just look that down on them. That thirty four and a half, they haven't even you know they 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 won thirty last year. Maybe the people nationally are going to look at that and say, well, I can't see them winning over. And maybe you know maybe this year they're getting all of the under betters. But it worries me. The number worries me. So okay, here's what I'll say. Just that was a long way to get to my point. Is that I, I I'm gonna have no balls, and I'm gonna say the Kings are gonna be the ninth seed as well with you, Ryan. Um, and at some point they're gonna have to compete with those teams, you know that 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 were in the tier. At some point they're gonna have to compete with those teams. It can't be like, well, automatic defer to the Pelicans, automatically defer to the Timberwolves, automatically, do, you know, at some point they're gonna have to not do that for them to get where they need to be. Um, let's, I'm looking. Let's, let me let me look at hold, this real quick, dude. Hold on a second. Hold on. I, I'm okay. looking at I'm looking at the standings though, and just based off of the top ten last year, you can easily just remove two teams, the the Jazz and the Spurs. They're they're complete tank jobs. They're completely out of the top ten. That leaves two holes. Well, eleven and twelve were the Kings. 
So you, just on math, you can insert them in, into the top 10. So right now, I don't think there's anybody that could say they're not a top 10. The Trailblazers are a they're kind of a wild card team just because they have a legitimate superstar, like, a, you know, and you never know what's going to happen. I could see that souring in them. I can see the Trailblazers uh, finally biting the bullet this year and, and maybe making more moves uh, towards the bad direction. But you never know. You never know what teams want to do. Um, but there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee from like the Pelicans and Timberwolves, like they're going to rep- duplicate success. You, you know, uh, they have the guys have to stay healthy too. I'm looking right now at Vegas wins uh, betting odds. Sacramento's 33 and a half on here. So it's dropped. It's dropped. So or maybe that's teams. not the number I saw on mine. I've seen it different numbers. So than. this is updated today at 11.45 a.m. Eastern. So 8.45 West Coast, our time this morning. DraftKings has Sacramento 33 and a half. Look at teams above them. The Wizards, 35 and a half. The New York Knicks, 38 and a half. Portland 39 and a half. Wow, let's get the under on that right now. The, dude. I know the Pelicans 44 and a half. Uh the Raptors 45 and a half. I'll take the under on that too. The Lakers 45 and a half. That's a good line. There's going to be a lot of bets there. Um the Hawks 45 and a half. I'll probably take the over with the addition of John Jamar. I'm going to go through all of them in just since we're we're doing this. Just do the Western Conference stuff cuz here's the here's okay. thing is tough, right? It's really difficult to to sit here and compare with the Eastern Conference because yeah okay. they might be better but it's a different conference. All right, so Dallas forty eight and a half, Memphis forty eight and a half, Minnesota forty nine and a half. It's a wild card, dude. That's a hot bet this year. Uh, Denver forty nine and a half. I think healthy Michael Porterback, Jokic, uh, Jamal Murray. I think they're going to be good. Um, Golden State fifty one and a half. I'd probably take the over on that. The Clippers fifty two and a half. Fuck, that's a lot of wins for a team that hasn't played together and has been fucking hurt. Phoenix, 52 and a half. I think this is the year that Phoenix and Chris Paul kind of, I'll be honest with you, man, I, I really think they're going to dip. I think this is where Chris Paul kind of falls off a little bit and isn't as effective. And that rounds out the Western Conference. Uh, the bottom, 22 and a half for San Antonio. Houston, 23 and a half. Oklahoma City, 23 and a half. Utah, 24 and a half. So uh, Kings, again, 33 and a half right below them are the Charlotte Hornets at 33 and a half. So that is fucking low. That puts them in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, the ninth best record uh, in the NBA. And one, two, three, four, four Eastern Conference teams below them. So, um, you know, I, I fuck, dude, the ninth. Oh, the ninth worst record in the NBA. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's what worries me. Vegas knows. And and that's the thing is like as much as we watching, sometimes that's the most ob- that that the betting number is sometimes the most objective way to look at it. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going the over. You're going the over. I think. OK, pick up pick a win total then, Ryan. How, we're going over. But what do you see the win total at? Oh, um, you got to You got to fucking have some balls. No, to make no, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Fuck. This is going to sound stupid. Okay. This is going to sound really dumb. And people are 41 and 41, dude. I, you know, we always talk about how the NBA, you know, you go in, you know, you win two, you lose one, you win one, you lose two. They, those are, that's just the kind of team that Sacramento is. I don't know if they ever, you know, put together a six game win streak, you know? So I, I think they're going to hover around 500. I can see 42 and 40. Let's go with that. You know, fuck it. Let, let's give them above 500. Let's go 42 and 40. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. That, that, that works. That works. That's, that's a uh, bold then. And I, honestly, I, okay. Off top before, before we did anything, before I started looking into things, I was kind of in that direction of they're going to be a 500 team. That's where we're at. But going through it, just playing the numbers. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put them around um if I'm picking nine seed, I'm gonna put them around 38, 38 yeah. wins. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason I have 38 wins, just looking on last year, that would have put them at the and at the, the ninth seed last year at end of at the end of the season was the were the Pelicans at 36 wins. Uh, and um, 
Yeah. So the, like, I, I just think that uh, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we see a range, Ryan, uh, as low as for us, like what's reasonable, Ryan, as low as probably 30, I guess, 35 or 36. That that would still qualify them based on last year's standings as a as a top 10 and as high as 500. You know, that that's really our range. And that's OK. It's it, you know what, Ryan, like people could accuse us of not having being bold, but like that's probably a really reasonable that's like a reasonable take. That's 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 likely, you know. And there's like you said, there's a lot of variables. What an injury, we don't know about trade acquisitions. I think the Kings, I think the Kings are going to be aggressive this year, especially because like I do think that they're going to be, they're going to, you're going to hear a lot of this year, Ryan, in December. It, like the Kings have not had a record above whatever. Or Kings have not had this many wins past December fucking seventeenth since you know two thousand and five. You're going to hear shit like that this year, I think, which because of that. I think is going to mean um, that they're going to get aggressive. And at this point they have the young players, they have all that. Uh, they're not playing for the top pick in the draft this year. So I could see them moving some of those assets. Like we talked about before with Harrison Barnes, maybe packaging. And so, so that, that changes things. So that allow for a range as the team stands right now, as low as 35, as high as 500. You want to hear something crazy? I, I, while you were talking, I was starting to look this up because I was interested. Sacramento's win predictions from Vegas last year was 35 and a half. You would agree, and I'm sure everybody in the NBA world who follows basketball would agree. Sacramento Sacramento's roster is better this year than it was last year, correct? By I think I think by a huge margin. Huge. The win total is predicted two less wins this year. Than it was last not year. Even the, the numbers set too less. It's not even the win totals; it's the numbers too less. Well, it's just prediction. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, you and, know, the, and the number kinda, was that off last remarkable. year. Yeah, they said it's thirty-five. They end up with 30, 30, 35 and a half. That's remarkable. That's crazy. You know, it's you. You have to start thinking about it. You know, if I was a betting man, which I am, right? We always, say, you know, I always come on here and say that it's, you know, when you try to pick up on trends on betting and stuff, and it's like, man, what the fuck is Vegas? Thing? You know what I mean? Like. How, what are, what is the, I, I would love to, whoever sets these lines, I would just love to hear the justification, right? Like 35 and a half last year, but 33 and a half today. How? To me, that makes no sense. Well, there's a lot of the NBA landscape is different. The NBA is different. Um, I'll say, so, so we know where the Kings are, are. I think we're both in agreement. I think that they're, if they don't, if they aren't a top 10 team, I'm going to be fucking mad. I think you'll be mad. Like we've said, the only way I see that not happening is like injury, massive injury situation. Um, and then I can't be as mad. I mean, are you in the same boat? I, I know we don't usually go here, but if Sacramento is, if they're healthy, right? Say Fox plays 75 games, Sabonis plays 75 games. If these fuckers, dude, win 33 games this year, right? That's the under. If they win 33 games, what the fuck, dude? Right? You you got to blow the whole shitter up, dude. I, I know we don't want to go there, but it's just like, nah, holy man. shit, dude. I'm not going there, man. That's honestly, and, and honestly, like, I don't even know if I really want to go in there right now because I think it's just such a, I just not a conversation I'm trying to have because it's, there's, there's more nuance to things. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the, the for me, that's the thing going into the season is like, is is that it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a very long season with a lot of ups and downs and and you can't have a hard take in one direction, and I think what's probably gonna happen at the end of the year is we're, they're not gonna be as good as some people think, but they're not gonna be as bad as some people think, and there there's like a there's always more steps stepping stone one step up one step up you know you you kind of have to do that you can't just blow it up i don't see any benefit in that they're so locked in on that i just don't see that they're so far in and committed to this direction for the next several years it's it's counterproductive so honestly man like i get what you're saying but like nah I, i'm not even gonna go there i can't foresee that and even if it got that bad i i wouldn't i wouldn't be there with it um i'm gonna ask you this though let's just move into some nba stuff while we're on it okay i i i i'm with vegas you said the number for vegas was for the lakers was in the 40s 45 and a half. Yeah, I'm with Vegas. I think that they're going to be up there. Are we crazy? Because last year we're like, we thought the Lakers were going to be the number one seed. And we, that didn't fucking happen. Like, well, they got fucking hurt. Okay. So, but you know, 
looking at their team, okay, if LeBron James and Anthony Davis are healthy, okay, and those guys each play 72 games, right? We'll give them, they each miss 10, right? They win, they, they each play 70, we'll even go 12. They each play 70 games. Do they win, you know, half the games they play in? Yes. Like, I, I believe that, right? Like, that's 35 wins already. That's just, you know, them together play 70 games together. Do they win half those? Yes. So um, that's kind of the way I look at it. I, I just think there are two guys that are, you know, even LeBron's going to be, fuck, it's going to be 30, he'll be 38. He's born in 1984. So, yeah, he'll he'll be... He'll be 38 in December. Even at 38, he fucking should have won the scoring title last year. You know, like there, there was some shit at the end where he didn't really play and stuff. So with him and Anthony Davis, dude, if fucking healthy, you know, they got Schroeder back. I, I still think Russell Westbrook can be effective. Yeah, you're goddamn right, dude. Like if those guys play, they're fucking winning those games, man. Like I would not be surprised if, if the Lakers came out and were like the three or four seed. Wouldn't be surprised at all if they won 52 games this year. Let's move through this a little bit and get to kind of our predictions and everything, right? So I agree in that the Suns, 64 wins last year. At some point, that's going to that's got to come back down when you have teams. You have other teams. I don't know, man. That To me, even though it's been done two times, I'm still ha- I've just had a hard time just getting in with that, with the Suns. I don't know what it is. I just I have a hard time with it. Like I, at the beginning of each season, seeing them duplicate that, I was very surprised to see them duplicate that last year. I guess it could happen, but it's 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 hard to wrap my brain around. Even still, there's a so, reason they got fucking bounced, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what's crazy about the NBA is like they can come out and you know guys are healthy and they win regular season games. But when push comes to shove, what they win? You said sixty two last year, sixty four. Fuck. When push comes to shove, are they a 64 and 18 team? No. Fuck no. They got fucking bounced by Dallas, right? Like in the second round last year. Like, you know, you, you know, that that's what the crazy thing about the NBA is the regular season is a lot about health, right? Like, you know, you lose a guy for a month and you're winning, you know, you go from a 56 win team to a 48 win team, that kind of stuff. You know, you lose you lose a key guy for a month, dude, and and you're not up there. So um, yeah, the Suns, I get why you don't buy in. I, I, I don't really buy in, you know, um, I think there's a, re- I don't think they're that great. I think there's a reason why they got absolutely bounced in the playoffs and had no answer. So, um, I, I do think, I mean, obviously let's not be crazy. They're going to make playoffs. Right. But I don't think they're the absolute force that they were last year. They, they mowed through everybody for six months. Well, a lot of movement too. Like the year before, the Nuggets, right? Remind me if I'm wrong, but they were the number one seed the year before that, right? Or was the Suns up there too? I can't remember. I'm not putting you. On, I'm not putting you on the spot. It's been a couple of years, and our memories aren't as good as what thought. But no, I know Utah. I want to say Utah was the one seed the year before. Well, have to, but it was definitely Utah Nuggets Suns. They were all kind of up there, and like yeah, there's, there, there, there's, but that goes back to there's reasons why these guys or these teams. Or the regular season at the end of the day is about health, right? Like if you can get through the regular season and your key guys don't miss 10 to 15 games, you're going to win games, right? Like your, your win total is going to be higher. But when guys get healthy and teams make sure their guys are healthy for the playoffs, push comes to shove, you know who the real ballers are at. But yeah. Yeah, well, and it, I, what, my point I was going to make there was that the, those teams that were on the top just two years ago, last year, Jazz 5, Nuggets 6. Right. So like there's a lot of movement and drop off from year to year where it's it's kind of hard to it's hard it's kind of hard to replicate. Even the Lakers just seeing them drop off like that. So I guess my point is I'm having a hard time predicting all the way. I'm just gonna be it, it, the easy thing to do is just go with the trends and say like the Warriors and you know the Mavericks and the Clippers. The Clippers are the one surprising team though. Like I, I do think the, the Clippers are gonna be good this year. I think they're gonna be really good this year. And, and I think uh, they made a real point. They made a real point last year to get healthy, right? Like there was no reason for them to play Kawhi, you know. So I and then, and then the addition of John Wall, yeah, I, I completely agree, man. I think the Clippers are going to be a force. Okay, so let's go into uh, Western Conference Finals predictions before we move to the Eastern Conference. All right, so um, let's say who's going to be your Western Conference Finals? Uh, who do you think it's going to be? Oh man. 
Uh, Clippers Warriors. Yeah, that's that's the that's the easy uh, easy out. Um, God damn, dude. Do I want to buy into the Mavericks this year? Do I want to buy into the Mavericks? Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bandwagon with you, and I'm gonna go with the Clippers Warriors because that's what I was going through into the into the episode. So I want to stick to my guns and do that. Okay, Eastern Conference. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't really have too much to say even on the Eastern Conference. I feel like it's like I don't really. It's the same shit at the top. It's it's the it's the Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, you know, and then the Nets are the wild card. That's the one wild card. They're kind of the Nets are kind of the wild card in the East, just as the Clippers the wild card in the West. Um, up there, how do you see that shaping up? Actually, just get, let's talk about how do you see it shaping up up there, Ryan? Because you have a couple of random teams too. Like, did the, did the Cavs getting Donovan Mitchell? Does that do enough to kind of bring them up? I don't know. People people want to talk about it, but I don't know if it does enough to bring them up. Um, a lot of the other teams. I don't see anything from them. I see the Pacers rebuilding. I see the Wizards rebuilding. I see the Knicks. Knicks are what they want to be good, but they're not. The Pistons, nah. The Magic, nah. You know, I don't know. The East is hard to get up for, but those top teams is kind of the same shit. How do you see that falling in line? Cavs are interesting, dude. Cavs are interesting because I'm a big fan of length, right? And with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell combined with like Evan Mobley, Lowry Markinen and Kevin Love all in the same roster with, you know, shooters and big bodies. Do I think they surpass the big ballers in the East? No. I think Brooklyn really flexes flexes this year on the NBA. I think Brooklyn healthy focused in, you know, you got to remember, you got to, you got to realize too, these guys are taking shots at their legacies, right? Like this past year, Kyrie's legacy took a shot. Ben Simmons, like people are coming out, the guy, Kevin Durant, you know, one of the greatest players that we'll ever see play taking shots at their legacies. I think these guys making a point this year that Brooklyn just really flexes on the Eastern Conference. Outside of Brooklyn, Philadelphia is interesting. Can James Harden get back to to the James Harden of two and a half years ago? I I don't know. I, I think Embiid's a top five player in the NBA, obviously. Can he carry them? I, I'm not sure. Boston's interesting. I think the addition of Malcolm Brogdon is huge. Um, but Al Horford gets a year older. Um, you know, so the 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 you know, I, I just I don't know. I but I think Brooklyn for sure. I, I think Brooklyn and then Milwaukee, you know, obviously when you have Giannis, you're you're always in the thing. But I think Brooklyn flexes the muscle this year, man. I really do. You like them out there. So my my uh Eastern Conference finals prediction. Is I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm right there with you, Ben Simmons. For all the hate he's gotten, we talked a lot about Ben Simmons last year with all the rumors. Elite, elite defender. Uh, probably perfect situation for him, not having to score and all of that. And I think that they are talented. Kevin Durant's too talented, and for them, I, I'm not going to say that. I think it's the regular season, like we said, is one thing. It's it's kind of who's who's healthy, who's kind of playing well throughout the year. It does the top one, two, three doesn't always mean that they're the best teams when it comes down to it. Um, so I don't know if the Nets are going to be like probably top three or top four. I think it's going to be like in in the order. I I think the Celtics are going to be the ones that to, a little bit just kind of. I think the Celtics and Nets they're going to be battling for position in the standings as I'm looking at it. And if I'm going to go with my my Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going with the Bucks and I'm going with the Nets, and I'm going with the I'm going with the Bucks this year. I'm I'm doing it. I'm I'm going. I, I've been going with them. I went with them last year. I'm going with them. Um, I just think that still, Giannis is just that guy. He is he is he is better than everybody, and um, and I'm siding with him for that roster. At some point, is going to have to make a shakeup, and and it's going to get to the point where they're going to need to figure some shit out. But I still think they got the juice left this year to do that. So I'm going. Um, I'm going Bucks and Nets. So before I pick up, before we pick winners for the conferences, who, what are you going with? That was yeah, Bucks Nets, dude. You have to, you have to. Giannis is that good. So for me, I'm going to take the easy out, but it's really what I believe. Um, I'm going to go with the Warriors. And I'm going to go with the Bucks in the NBA Finals coming out. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Warriors Nets. I think you, you Warriors Nets. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah, on Bucks, War- your Nets. Yeah, Warriors Nets. I think 
Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and you know, I, I think Ben Simmons is just they're too much, dude. It's too fucking much for anybody to handle. Um, I and like I said, man, shots to legacies out there, dude. Like people are really forgetting that Kevin Durant is that guy, dude. They for real, people forgot about him, dude. So um, and people forgot about how good Ben Simmons can be. So yeah, I'm going Nets Warriors. I fucking hate picking the Warriors. You know, but it's do I think anybody can beat them, dude? I just I, no, I, I I just I don't see it, dude. I don't see it. The the Warriors. I, mean, I was listening to a podcast this past week, and the Warriors at some point are going to have to make just some decisions with their roster, with particularly Draymond. Maybe even this year, some people think Draymond might get traded this year, and then uh, probably Clay Thompson within the next year. And this new wave are going to come out. I think the one thing about the Warriors, which is, gives me safe picking, is that some of those young cats that didn't really play as much you know, that they drafted are going to be. They're, they're going to start playing, and that's just even... I mean, they just won the championship, and they're going to have a bunch of young dudes uh, you know, coming up playing. And um, you know, I'm with you, man. And, and by me not picking the Nets, I, I'm with you. I understand. Would I be surprised? Not at all. I agree. I think they're going to be a good team. I think Kyrie is is really that good. Um, you know, and I think that Ben Simmons... and I, I, they're, they're good, dude. And so I'm not surprised, but you're you're saying Kevin Durant's that guy, and I'm saying Giannis is that guy, and that's kind of why that that's really had to fit. If I have to rank him, I'm putting Giannis ahead right now. I think he's the best player in the NBA, so that's why I'm picking that. And then to win it, I mean, I don't know, man. It's tough to pick, pick it because it's like whatever. You can make a case either way, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bucks, dude. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say the Bucks are gonna get it this year because you know I see the Bucks. Here's what I see, and this is why I see the Bucks. Going all fucking in with every possible asset in each that they can this year because they they see the riding on the wall with the roster. Not just the, the not really the big players, but just some of those fringe players that they've been riding with the last couple of years. Like I, I see them saying we need to take advantage of this window right now before it doesn't happen. And so that's why I'm kind of I'm saying it's going to be a, a formidable team when that time comes. And, and the Warriors, I just see I do see them being good and, and all that stuff, but I see flaws still, dude. I just see I see flaws with some aging players and and some stuff like that where it is going to be tough. It's going to be a battle in the Western Conference. There there's a lot of length around there. It's going to be tough for them to get there, and then the matchup head to head. But like I said, dude, picking it this far out, dude, who knows? You last year we thought the Lakers were going to get there, and look what happened. So, I mean, I, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm fucking Nostradamus on this one. I don't know how you feel, but what's your pick? Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is so damn good. I, you know, the thing about the Warriors, man, is I, for the Warriors to repeat, I think they need, you know, they need clay to play at a very high level, but they also need like, you know, there's a lot of question marks, dude. James Wiseman. They need that guy, right? Like, they, they need James Wiseman to take the step and actually get in the NBA games. I think uh, Kaminga needs to play. I think Moses Moody will need to play. Um, you know, they're going to be good. They're going to get there. But I just, fuck, dude. I think Brooklyn is so damn good, and I think they got something to prove, man. I, I feel it, dude. I'm on the Brooklyn train this year. I hate it because I'm, you know, I'm a big Texas Longhorns fan. You know this, right? Like, we're Texas fans. Kevin Durant went to Texas. He's the best player in school history. I'm not the biggest NBA Kevin Durant fan, and I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan, but I think these guys got some to prove, man. And I think Ben Simmons, okay? I think Ben Simmons is going to surprise a lot of people. I think his defense, his defense, dude, his uh, passing ability, his playmaking ability is going to, people forget, dude. I, I, you know, it's crazy, you know, what 18 months can do. People forget how good Ben Simmons is, and he's still hella, hella young. I'm I'm with you. I don't I don't disagree. Like I said, we're we're splitting hairs when it comes to the top, and it, you could see any combination of things. I could see the Clippers getting there. You know, this could be one of the years where the the Mavericks end up being like one of those like the Suns were a couple years ago. They they finally figure their shit out, and then they 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 match up well. The Mavericks like match up well against some tough against some team top teams in the West. So you never know when a, when a series happens, and so it's hard to make those end predictions. But I guess we're making them based on what we see now, and that's why we make the make the predictions and where we see it going. So there we have it, Ryan, the Kings, we have them firmly placed safely at the nine seed. Uh, but we could, we saw that we listed that range. All right. A, a real quick NBA awards. Um, my MVP is uh, just cause I'm on the trend is I'm going with Giannis with the MVP. Giannis. 
didn't realize we were doing the NBA awards. Okay, let me think. Give me give me two seconds. Yeah, I know you've thought about this. I mean, uh, right. not not too much, man. I'll be honest with you, not too much. Um, okay. Oh fuck, this can be crazy. All right, crazy, 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 crazy. Zion Williamson. Wow, that is pretty crazy. Can you explain that? Zion averaged like what was it, twenty six or twenty seven points per game last time he played. I think New Orleans is going to be good. Okay. I think New Orleans is going to be good. If New Orleans gets to the five seed and Zion puts up 27 and like 12, he's the MVP. I can see it. Cause I see, I see Giannis, Giannis with, uh, you know, 30 something, 30 points. And you know, like it's, it's voter, it's but you, you know, you know, the voters, man, like Giannis should have won it last year. You know, it should have been, you know, I, I Giannis or Embiid. Like, there's guys, you know how they are, man. If Giannis comes out and has like a, a, a year like he did the year before last and they actually win games, you know how the voters are, dude. I'm a betting man, dude. I'm going, I'm going Zion Williamson. I'm pulled up the site I have right now and I'm looking at it. And I don't even see Zion listed. Uh, so that's, that is a bold take. You're betting the field. I have, I have Luca. Luca on the, what I'm looking at is number one at plus 400, then Embiid at five, and then Giannis at plus six at three, and then Kevin Durant at plus 900. I'm surprised you didn't go with Kevin Durant the way you've been heavy. You've been heavy. I was going to, I was going to say Kevin Durant, but you know, we don't have a lot of hot takes on Kang's cast. I'm giving my hot take, dude, Zion Williamson. I think he's going to be healthy this year. I think he lost a little bit of weight. I think New Orleans is going to be pretty good this year. And I think, you know, if they get to the four or five seed, like I said, and he averages 26, 27 a game, guy's the MVP. Okay, I lied. I'm looking at it around. I, I just overlooked it. Zion is listed on here. He's firmly in between LeBron James and uh, like Devin Booker and Kawhi Leonard. He's kind of in that range. He's a but he has better odds than Devin Booker. So which is what place what place is that? Like who oh, it's, guys it's down there. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's got about the ten. He's got the t- 10, 11th best odds, basically. He's tied in there. So, you know, that's actually not 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 bad pick and, and all that. So um that's pretty good. As far as rookie of the year, you know, you you said on the previous episode you thought Jay Nivey was gonna get the stats to get it to do it. And I think that Keegan Murray's gonna get it because I think he's gonna get the stats and Play a play a good role in a decent team. So there's that. Uh coach of the year. No, I'm just fucked fucking with you. I ain't doing no stupid ass coach of the year, dude. So uh Ryan, before we close out the episode, Kings is almost here. What's one game you're going you're looking forward to uh going to see in person? Which uh matchup or opposing team do you want to see? Do you have one in mind? I can go first if you want to think about it. Yeah, go first. So last year I had said the the matchup I, the person I wanted to see in person the most, and I didn't get to. I think it's fallen a week night or something. It, it just wasn't makeable. But I want to see Luca play this year. I I've wanted to see him for several years because um, he's just a really odd player to me. Like the fact that this guy gets to, gets shots off and, and just his athleticism or almost what people say lack of. There, there's got to be something there. I want to see that in person. I want to see the speed, the size. I want to see that all in person for myself because sometimes. You know, we've been we've been to so many games. It changes things when you see guys in person and you just take a look at that. So I really want to see the Kings Mavericks this year. And then I really would love to see uh, Darren Fox head to head against John Morant this year. I think that's something that uh, for obvious reasons is one I'm looking forward to. So that's that's the big one. The two big ones for me. I, I got to make those games this year one way or the other. So I've seen everybody. Um, I, I've literally seen every team in the NBA. I've seen all the superstars. Uh, I. It's going to sound crazy. I want to see Evan Mobley, dude. I want to see Evan Mobley year two. Because I think Evan Mobley's skill set, his size, dude. Oh, like I'm a I'm a huge fan, dude. Seven footer, can shoot it, can block shots. Evan Mobley year two is my, that's that's the one that I, I'm circling and I want to see Evan Mobley year two. I love it, man. Those are a lot of good games. Um, Man, season preview one and two down. Season opener is on Wednesday. We'll be there. If you want to catch up with me and Ryan, if you want to get a beer, we'll be there. We'll probably be there an hour or two before. Catch us before it's too late, and we might not remember meeting you because it's going to be one of those types of times. So make it loud. Can't wait to get in there, get the bets in, and looking forward to a good season. Hey, guys, we appreciate you listening. If you ever want to interact or be a part of the show, you can always do so by tagging us. You can find Ryan and I on Twitter and Facebook at Kings Cast Eric and at Kings Cast Ryan, where we are active. 
Hey, it's the start of the season. Join Kingsland, our Facebook group. Almost 3,000 members in there. All the game threads. It's the best place to get your Kings takes out in a nice, fun way without getting shitted on, unless you have such a bad take. But jump in there and uh, interact with everybody. Uh, if you want to support Kings Cast, please slide down after the show on Apple Podcasts or slide up on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. It does help us reach more Kings fans just like you. And as always... Check us out on the Believe Podcast Network, where we are, the Sacramento Kings signature show. So with that, for Ryan, this is Eric. Go Kings. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.